be in Malachi chapter 4 this evening. Malachias capítulo 4, Malachi chapter 4. So while you're turned there, let me read for you Luke 2. We read that earlier. And suddenly there was an angel and the multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. Leímos el capítulo de Lucas 2 en inglés, pero deja de estos dos versículos. Y repentinamente fue con el ángel una multitud de los ejércitos celestiales que alababan a Dios y decían, Gloria a Dios en las alturas, y en la tierra paz, buena voluntad para con los hombres. The title of my sermon this evening is The Joy of Christmas, La Alegría de la Navidad, La Alegría de la Navidad, The Joy of Christmas. So why should we celebrate Christmas? You know, why, why should we celebrate? Why is it good to celebrate it? In the past couple sermons, I, I was reading off the, the, the hymn, you know, Heart the Herald Angels Sing. I, I read from each verse, and I'm going to look at the third one this evening. But first, let's read uh, Malachi chapter 4. We'll read the whole chapter. It says, For behold, the day cometh. It shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, that all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, and it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. And ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be as ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Remember ye the law of Moses, my servant, which I commanded unto you in Horeb of all Israel with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great day and the dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse in Spanish. Porque he aquí viene el día ardiente como un horno, y todos los soberbios y todos los que hacen maldad serán estopa, y aquel día vendrá y los abrazará, dice Jehová de los ejércitos, el cual no les dejará ni raíz ni rama. Mas para vosotros los que teméis mi nombre, nacerá el sol de justicia, y en sus alas traerá salvación, y saldréis y saltaréis como becerros de la, de la mañana, y hollaréis a los malos, los cuales serán ceniza bajo las plantas de vuestros pies, en el día que yo haré esto, dice Jehová de los ejércitos. Acordaos de la ley de Moisés, mi siervo, al cual encargué en Oreb ordenanzas y leyes para todo Israel. He aquí yo os envío a Elías el profeta, antes que venga el día de Jehová, a grande y terrible. Él convertirá el corazón de los padres hacia los hijos, y el corazón de los hijos hacia los padres. No sea que yo venga y era a la tierra con maldición. So what brought me to this chapter in Malachi chapter 4 is in that third verse of Heart the Herald Angels Sing. It reads, Hail the heaven-born Prince of Peace. Hail the Son of Righteousness. Light and life to all he bring. Risen with the healing in his wings. Our hymn book says Son of Righteousness, but the original one says Son, S-U-N. And I thought that was interesting because, you know, you hear a lot of people at this time of the year, you know, you shouldn't celebrate Christmas. It's pagan. Everything about paganism. And the one thing they bring up is, you know, they, they, celebrate, they used to worship the Son. Decían antes, lo que me trajo a este versículo, en, en el tercer, la tercera estrofa de, de, de la canción que cantamos, la primera, en, en español no dice igualmente como en inglés, pero se traduce, Gloria al sol de justicia, y en sus alas traerá salvación. Y lo que me interesó de ese versículo es que en ese tiempo muchos dicen que no debes de celebrar la Navidad porque es pagano, porque celebran al sol, adoran al sol. Y este versículo aquí habla del sol de la justicia. Entonces, el sol no es algo malo. So it isn't wrong to, to talk about the sun. You know, God created the sun. 
they bring up all these things, how you shouldn't do it because of this, that, and the other. You know, it's, it was a fertility celebration. Celebrating fertility. Is, is fertility wrong? Fertility is not wrong. God wants us to be fruitful and multiply. Muchos dicen, no, no debes celebrar la Navidad porque adora al sol, adora la fertilidad. Y la fertilidad no es malo porque Dios quiere que nosotros tengamos niños que seamos fertiles y eso es bueno. No porque lo hacen ellos en, 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 lo, en el paganismo que decir que es malo. So just because they do these pagan things associated with these things doesn't make them out bad automatically. So that, that's wrong in, in that sense. And another thing you throw out at, at the people, like the, the Hebrew roots, they'll say, you know, you shouldn't celebrate these pagan holidays. You need to celebrate the Jewish feasts. You need to be more biblical. Los, los estos que de, quieren irse atrás a las raíces hebreas. Dicen, no debes de celebrar los, las celebraciones paganas. Tienes que regresarte a las, hebreas, a las raíces hebreas y celebrar las, las fiestas de los judíos. Pero les puedo decir, yo, yo celebro las, las, las celebraciones el 25 de diciembre, para que se enojen, porque celebramos a Jesús. No estamos celebrando el paganismo, estamos celebrando a Jesús. So you can tell them, you know, we, I do celebrate the Jewish feast, I celebrate on December 25th, you know, Jesus Christ, because Jesus is the fulfillment of those feasts. So you can throw that at them. And this chapter, talking about the coming of the Lord, because we know we celebrate his first coming. And it doesn't really stop there, because so, you know you can't celebrate his birth. You can celebrate the resurrection. Well, he couldn't resurrect if he wasn't born the first. Dice, no puede celebrar la, la, la nacimiento, nada más la resurrección. Pero no pudo resurreccionar si no primeramente fue nacido. Entonces, eso también está mal. So the sun of righteousness, el sol de la justicia. Y esto, so this, this thing of the sun, because I've heard before how when you translate the Bible into different languages, a lot of times it's hard to have certain phrases translate correctly. He escuchado antes en el traducir la Biblia, a veces tienen problemas traduciendo ciertas frases porque no, no se traducen igual o quizás no tienen el mismo, las mismas ilustraciones. So an example I heard is, is when, you, when they translate Isaiah 118, it says that about, your, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Un ejemplo es como cuando tratan de traducir uh, Isaías 118, donde dice que nuestros pecados fueron como la grana, como la nieve serán emblanquecidos. And there's places where they have no snow. So they have a hard time translating it. So they'll use different illustrations the way that people will understand what snow is. Because if they don't have that, they don't understand what that means. Y en ciertos lugares no tiene nieve. Entonces buscan otro, otra ilustración para traducir este que dice que, que la nieve. Para que entiendan que es lo que este versículo está ilustrando. So this thing about the sun of righteousness, you know, people say, oh, the sun is bad. The sun is not bad. Like you think up here. Like one thing that we understand about the sun being up here in the north as opposed to someone that lives down in Florida or California or where there's always sun. Like in the wintertime when it's cold. Like I remember a couple weeks ago it was super cold. When the sun came out, man, I was happy. Like I was glad to see the sun. Cuando estamos acá arriba en el, en el norte, algo que entendemos mejor que los del sur, de Florida, de California, de Texas, es que entendemos el sol. Como está bien frío, sale el sol y te, 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 te anima. Si sabe que él ya está, va a estar mejor esto. Y hace unas semanas, cuando estuvo bien frío, cuando salió esto, yo me, yo me animé y está más feliz porque el, el, el sol te calienta. Entonces, cuando vemos el, 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 el salir del sol, es algo bueno, no es, no es algo malo. So seeing the, the sun come up, it's not, it's not bad, it's good. We enjoy, we, we look forward to the sun coming out. The sun is going to come out. And this thing of Saturnalia, so you know, it's bad to celebrate Christmas because they started with this pagan feast of Saturnalia. You know, one thing they did was they were, they were always drinking. Now, we don't do any of that. You know, we're not, our celebrations don't have nothing to do with drinking. The lost people do, so that's bad. So you can't just say Christmas is all bad because they do it because we don't do that. El, la celebración de, de Saturnalia, adoraban al, al dios Saturno, y una cosa que hacían es que en, en, tomaban y se emborrachaban, y dicen, no, es, es malo porque hacían eso, pero... Nosotros no hacemos eso. El mundo sí se emborracha y hace todas cosas, pero eso no porque ellos hacen eso malo, igual como los paganos, que dice que todos somos, somos igual, pero no, nosotros no hacemos nada de eso. I turn over Psalms chapter 8. Vamos a Salmo capítulo 8. 
So thinking about what God created, you know, God's creation. They'll say, no, you shouldn't celebrate Christmas because of the sun. Or you even think of people getting carried away with the, the zodiac and all these constellation astrology. So here in Psalm chapter 8, verse number 3, it says, When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars, which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? Todo esto de, de no adorar al sol o de las cosas paganas, a veces la gente se llama por lo, lo, el zodiaco y todas las cosas del, del, de la astronomía, pero todo fue creado por Dios. Y aquí en el Salmo 8, versículo 3, dice, Cuando veo tus cielos, obra de tus dedos, y la luna y las estrellas que tú formaste, ¿qué es el hombre para que tengáis de él memoria, y el hijo del hombre para que lo visteis? Entonces, es bueno mirar la creación, lo que Dios creó, todo es bueno. No porque un, un pagano use cosas que son creadas por Dios para un, una cosa mala, adorar y adorar demonios, quiere decir que todos somos igualmente como eso. Just because they worship demons through astrology and looking at the sun, all these things, doesn't mean that it's automatically bad for us. And uh, one, one other verse I thought about, uh, I brought up before in Revelation chapter 11, where they when they were celebrating the, the death of the two witnesses that they gave themselves gifts. So we can just flip the script around and say, we give gifts because we're celebrating that they're going to rise from the dead. Otro versículo que ellos usan para, para decir que, o pueden usar para decir que no debemos de dar este, regalos, es en Apocalipsis capítulo 11, cuando matan a los dos testigos, la gente celebra dándose regalos. Entonces nosotros podemos usar ese mismo versículo para decir, no tomamos regalos en celebración de que esos dos testigos se van a resucitar. Y estamos, estamos celebrando eso. Because there, there's a Jehovah's Witnesses that say, you know, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that because, because of Herod. You can't have birthdays because Herod had a birthday. Los testigos de Jehová dicen que no puedes tener este, cumpleaños porque Herod tuvo un, un cumpleaños. Entonces tenemos también versículos para, para respaldar eso. So why do we need to rejoice in Christmas? ¿Por qué tenemos que estar feliz, regocijar de la Navidad? It, one thing, too, is just think of the depression before Christmas. You know, people talk about the dark winter, right? And you're supposed to be scared of the dark winter. ¿Por qué, por qué regocijarnos? ¿Por qué estar feliz? Eh, piensan de la depresión que viene de la Navidad y la gente está hablando que el del invierno oscuro que según va a venir por nosotros. And think of, of all the bad things that are happening. And it should be a time of rejoicing, a time of happiness. You know, we need to get a break. Like, especially 2020, 2021, how bad it was. Christmas should be just, you know what, I'm just going to just be happy. Just ignore all of it and just try to try to be try to focus just on that. Como este año, uh, tantas cosas malas que empezaron en el 2020, y hay tanto mal que hay en el año que vivimos, está bueno tomar un break de todo eso, y sabes qué, voy a enfocarme en la Navidad. Celebrar Cristo, celebrar la Navidad, y es algo que es bueno, y, y como miramos, los ángeles se regocijaron por su nacimiento. Entonces, no es mal celebrar su nacimiento porque los ángeles se regocijaron. Muchos de los himnos que cantamos, ahí vemos las palabras. Es bueno ver las palabras que estamos cantando para entender lo que estamos celebrando. So it's a good time to, to celebrate Christ, celebrate Christmas, rejoice, because we sang, Hark the Herald Angels sing, the angels rejoiced at his birth. So it's not wrong to celebrate his birth because they did. And as we sing these songs that we sing them out, you should pay attention to what you're singing, and you know, rejoice in Christ Jesus. Jesus because of that. So when we go soul winning, we, we focus, so we don't just, I know people say, say that we're one, two, three, repeat after me, and we just focus on the gospel, you know, believe in Jesus and you're saved. But no, we, we go through, we explain uh, damnation, we explain hell, we give them the bad news before they can understand the good news. Cuando damos el evangelio, no primeramente, no nada más damos el Jesús y sálvate y automáticamente ya van a salvarse, pero explicamos las malas noticias, que somos pecadores, que merecemos ir al infierno. Y las buenas noticias tienen que ser después de la mala. Tienen que tener la mala antes de crear la buena. Entonces, para entender esto de, de cómo tenemos que 
ser felices en la Navidad, quiero dependerles de depresión por un, por un momento. So, in order to understand how we should rejoice in Christmas, I want to just be a little depressing for a second and kind of bring, bring you down. That we can bring you back up and you can understand what, how we can appreciate Christmas. So, about the Christmas tree. So, no, does it really make you a better person to not have a Christmas tree? I know people that don't celebrate Christmas. I don't give them a hard time. You know, I don't, I don't argue with them. Like I, like I said, I used to not celebrate it. I was into that whole, uh, that mis, misquoting of, of Jeremiah 10, which is wrong. I, I would say it's more wrong to misquote the Bible than it is to have a Christmas tree. Yo también, este, antes no celebrar la Navidad porque esto de que, you know, de no tener un árbol de la Navidad, no, no celebrarla porque es, de, realmente no tener un árbol no te hace una mejora persona y yo antes hacía eso y, y, y tenía el malentendimiento de la escritura de Jeremías 10 yo creo que es más malo malinterpretar Jeremías 10 que tener un, un, este, un árbol de la Navidad eso está más malo so I was in the internet I was going through the internet kind of looking up all the videos of why people don't celebrate Christmas and getting all that down I had knew some of it but I just wanted to see what was out there and one that caught my attention was there was this really big church over in California and this pastor has like a Q&A session where people ask him questions and there was this guy there he was just all hardened against Christmas and he was out there just asking you know and like his attitude was was you know we we can't be doing this you know it's almost like he was trying to start a revolution against Christmas in the head that way he's doing and I'm thinking, like, what, what is the point? Like, what did you just want the pastor there to just, you know, we're going to stop all this. Like, what is that going to do? Like, what is stop having Christmas going to do? Well, how is that going to change the world? Algo que me interesó es que hay una, una iglesia grande en California y esta, esta iglesia tiene un, una parte donde ah, le hacen preguntas al pastor y alguien se subió allí bien, bien, bien furioso, malo sobre el, y enojado sobre la Navidad y le preguntó, ¿sabes qué? Tenemos que parar todo esto de la, la Navidad. Y me preguntó, ¿eso qué, eso qué tiene que ver? Solo por por estar bien furioso de, de no celebrar Navidad, esto no va a cambiar al mundo, eso no tiene nada, pero este estaba bien, bien convencido, quería que el pastor se convenciera en este movimiento, pero eso, eso no tiene. No, is that really a battle worth fighting for? Is it really worth even? Well, that's what I came to, it, like when I was going back and forth, you know, is this really what I want to battle with people about? Is this really what I want to argue about Christmas? I mean, what, what is the point? Es, esa pregunta que me dices, you know, en realmente esta batalla vale la pena, vale la pena este, pelear por por un árbol, no, 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 es, no es importante eso. So this, you know, occultism, you know, occultism and, and, and going into all that, there's, there's enough bad in this time that people just attack Christianity. They, you know, you see the Xmas, you know, taking Christ out of Christmas, all these things. You know, people don't want to say Merry Christmas, they want to say Happy Holidays. There's uh, just being politically correct. So there's, there's enough of that so that we don't need to just add to that by just being hardly against any of that when we know there's really no biblical basis for it. In esta, esta batalla, gente que dice que no, no debe celebrar la Navidad. No, hay, hay suficiente mal, mala en este tiempo, gente que dicen que no debes decir feliz Navidad, tienes que decir, you know, felices, felices fiestas, este, todo lo del oculto, lo del satánico. Y hay suficiente malo en este tiempo. Para, para no añadir más a eso de, de, de las cosas esas. Entonces, debemos regocijar en eso. Y otra cosa que esto que sigue es en el, pro, el problema del mal. Muchos traen este argumento para decir que Dios no existe. So another thing that comes up, you know, when you think of just depression, just occultism and all this Satanism, is the problem of evil. You know, people bring that up as a reason why they don't believe in God. And I was talking with Brother Chris, because last week we went soul winning, and uh, I was with, I was talking with a guy, I had a really good conversation, like when I was texting you guys that I was done, I stayed with that guy for an extra hour. Like he was, he was really good, he was really listening, he asked me really good questions, and the main basis for his argument was the, this question, you know, if God is all powerful, he cannot be all good. And if he's all good, then he cannot be all powerful. So this, this is what started the conversation. I, I gave him the gospel throughout the whole conversation multiple times, but this is what, 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 what was, 
catching his attention because he was raised in church. He was in church. He was, he said he grew up. He believed everything. But he, as he was getting older, he started questioning things. Este, la semana pasada tuve una conversación buena con alguien que, que estaba, él creció en la iglesia y, y él, él iba seguidamente y cuando creció empezó a dudar su fe, empezó a dudar la, el cristianismo. Y la pregunta que él hizo, que digo que, que lo, le dio dudas, fue la esta de que si Dios es todopoderoso, no puede ser todo bueno. Y si es todo bueno, entonces no puede ser todopoderoso. Y lo que pasó es que el, la respuesta para esta, esta pregunta, aunque a muchos no, no le gusta, es que tenemos de libre albedrío. Todos tenemos esa opción de obedecer o no obedecer, porque si Dios quiere parar todo el mal, entonces nos tiene que hacer robots a que estamos programados a hacer bueno y hacer mal y no malo. Él, es, la, es lo que esta respuesta quiere ir, pero eso, eso no es posible. So what this question leads to is, you know, free will. That's what I kept going back to, because he would bring examples and he would say, you know, what about this, what about that, but it, it's If, if God would want there to be no evil, in order for there to be no evil, we would have no choice. We'd have to be robots, just completely obey God, have no choice in anything too, because we are, we are the problem. But the thing is, like I explained to him like a child, we have a child, and if I could make my children love me, it's not the same as them loving me out of their own, their own heart. Like there's, there's that, that love of someone choosing to love you as opposed to doing it out of will. You go to work, you know, if, if you do it out of duty, it's not the same as you doing it because you like to be there, because you like your boss, you like the environment, you like coworkers. It, it's a whole different environment than you doing it just because you want to do it. Otra ilustración que le, le enseñé es como cuando tenemos hijos. Queremos que nos amen de su propia voluntad. No queremos que sean robots y no, automáticamente no, no, nos amen porque no es igual. Igualmente cuando vamos al trabajo y si tienes uh, un buen, un buen, uh, buenos compañeros, un, un jefe que es bueno, si tú trabajas bien porque te gusta esa, esa compañía, eso es un mejor ambiente que si tú nada más haces lo bueno porque, te, porque es tu deber. Cuando todos se llevan bien, todos quieren hacer un buen trabajo, es un es una mejor, es una mejor este ambiente. And that, that quote, I was talking, Brother Chris reminded me, I didn't think about it when it was there, but like you think of where they get these ideas from, and uh, that, that quote is in the, the movie Batman vs. Superman. And the thing I noticed too in that movie is it was Lex Luthor was throwing it. In that movie, they take a lot of jabs at God. Kind of th they're directed at Superman, but they're actually taking it at God. And people watch these things, these things and they get these things in their head. And one, all, another thing I also noticed is that CNN, like whenever you see any news things, it was always CNN, always, always CNN. And uh, that's, that's how people get brainwashed and get programmed to, to believe these things. Algo que miré cuando, cuando estaba hablando sobre esta pregunta, esta pregunta estaba en una película, la película de Batman contra Superman. Y el, el, el malo de, ese, de esa película, él tiró esta acusación hacia Superman. Y esa película ataca a Dios en la misma manera que, el, que toman eso contra él. Y así es como la gente los programan, mirando eso. Y lo miran, lo miran. También lo que miré que CNN era lo que estaba ahí. Todo, toda la gente nada más mira CNN y lo que dicen lo piensa como que es oficial porque es lo que estaba ahí en la película. Entonces es donde vino eso. So that's the thing that, that, that we fight against. That's what we were battling against. People just being brainwashed and just, just depression and just... At, from every site, that they have that negativity. And one thing, too, that I noticed recently, what's going on right now, you hear this thing of inflation. And I was doing a bunch of little, I'm not into the economy or anything, but I know I hear it a lot. And no matter what, whether it's conservative, Democrat, they're all talking about how inflation is so bad and you should be depressed because we don't know what's going to happen. Algo que están noticias en este tiempo es de la inflación, de que este todo está más caro. Y no importa qué. Televisión ve si es republicano, demócrata, este, conservativo, todos están hablando que es malo, que, que, esta, que nuestra, nuestro país se va, se va, se va a caer. So they're all talking about, you know, it's going to collapse. And people have that in their mind. 
And you, you kind of think about, you know, you, you ignore it, but you, you see the prices and you see the gas going up. And the one thing that I did notice how Dollar Tree went up to a dollar twenty-five. It may not seem like, you know, 25 cents, you know, whatever is 25 cents, but it's 25%. And you can go look up statistics of the different things that, that we buy. And there, some are more than 25, some are less, but still it's like every, everything is getting more and more expensive. And when you notice some, something like the dollar fee, you know, everything's a dollar and they go up. You know, if, if they start going to dollar fifty, dollar seventy-five, then, you know, start, starts, stuff's going down. So there's a lot of things that we can bring to mind to, to bring us down. De esta tienda, la tienda del dólar, es lo que, que miré, porque mucha gente habla que suben el precio esto, el otro, y sabemos que el gas a veces sube y baja, pero la tienda del dólar subió, no nada más, antes todo era dólar, ahora es el dólar 25. 25 no es casi nada, no una cuora, pero es 25%. Y si ves todo lo demás que compramos, todas las cosas, 25%, y luego algo sube más y más, y, y se está añadiendo. Si suben a 50, dólar 65, todos sabemos que sí está, algo está pasando. And the one thing they kept talking about, and it's, it's, it's funny how they like to use these words and just kind of try to confuse people. It's transitory. And most people don't know what that means. You know, just, oh, whatever, some smart people, you know, they understand what that means. Saying, oh, it's going to pass away. Don't worry about it. It's not going to happen. It's, it's going to fade away. But it's, I don't think it is, just judging by what it is. And, and one of the videos I watched was a, a guy who he believed in the whole COVID narrative, you know, 100%, you know, how can they expect us to go work in these environments, putting our lives at risk? Yeah, they should pay us more. They need to pay us more because we're, we're risking our lives to go to work. Esta gente también que, que a veces no quieren ir a, al trabajo, también es una, es una cosa que está afectando esto. Dicen que no quieren ir al trabajo porque no quieren poner sus, sus vidas a riesgo porque se pueden morir. Entonces quieren que la gente le pague más. Y si la, los, los suelos sal, salen más para arriba, entonces tenemos que cobrar más. Entonces eso afecta a todo. Es una de las cosas que está pasando. So there's this doomsday, you know, you should, you should be ready. So how do you, how do you prepare for that? So this will be my Christmas gift, kind of just give you guys some advice on how to, how do you prepare, how to give you peace with, with this thing. Entonces, ¿cómo es que, cómo nos preparamos? Si es que esta nación se va, se va a caer, ¿no? El colapso económico va, va, va a llegar. Entonces, va a ser mi regalo para ustedes, unos, unos, este, sujetos para, para, para que piensen sobre, sobre cómo preparar por esto. Si, si pasa, si no pasa. So we have no control of whether it is or isn't gonna, gonna collapse. Some people say, you know, it's probably not gonna happen because, you know, the U.S. is too big. We're not gonna let the U.S. fail. And it's been in the past, like you, you can look in recent times and see like Argentina, Argentina failed, all Venezuela, all these countries that just, just collapsed. Like they were, they were so rich, Venezuela was so rich in oil, and now they're like one of the poorest, worst places. People are fleeing that country to come here. Entonces hay, hay, este, hay ese miedo y, y este, la gente está ansiosa porque no saben qué va a pasar, porque miremos en, en tiempos, este, no tan lejos que la, la nación de Argentina, Venezuela, se cayeron. Estaban, estaban ricos y tenían mucho, mucha prosperidad y por, por usar, por, por mal gobierno se derribaron. Entonces hay mucha gente que está, piensan que esta, esta nación se va a caer. You know, we're going to fall. So what, what are one things that we can do? Because, um, there are, there are things like you, people think of doomsday prepper, you know, doomsday prepper, you know, you just get stock up on every single thing. I don't think you have to do that. You, even if you were able to stock up a lot, a lot of food, eventually you're going to run out and you're going to have to pretty much live, live a, go out and try to find food. A veces la gente habla de, you know, pre, cómo prepararse para una, una, una falla económica y tienes que, tienes que ser unos preparadores que uh, te ahorran todo, toda la comida, tienes comida para 10 años, pero aunque tengas tanta comida al, al fin de día se va a acabar y tienes que, tienes que vivir normalmente. So, I do think one of the, I was looking up different things, how people do prepare for that. There was a guy I listened to who, he was, uh, he was in the collapse of Argentina and he got out of there. And one of the main things, it seemed like the main, one of the top things he talks about, like, what you should prepare for, it's for, for the violence. So you'd be able to defend yourself. Because you can have as much food as you want to, but 
if someone comes and steals your food, you're going to have to protect it. Or if you have to go out, because they say that what, what happens when the economies collapse, like, like we see it, you saw it last year with the toilet paper, people just become maniacs, just taking everything out of stores. Este, alguien que, que escucha en línea que, que él, él vivió sobre ese, ese col, le, la economía que falló en Argentina. Y algo que dijo que él, que él, una de las primeras cosas es este, cómo defenderte. Porque vimos el año pasado cuando este, la, donde la pandemia, como el, el papel de baño, todos estaban llevándose todo, se volvieron locos nada más allá por, por, todas, por cosas que ni valían nada. Entonces, es de cómo protegerte a ti mismo es algo que, que es bueno. So, how to, how to protect yourself is, a, is probably one of the main things, you know, if you, should, you should get a gun, you should have weapons, you should know how to defend yourself. And if you can't, because I know everybody can't, can't have a gun, like one thing is a knife, you know, every, everybody has a knife. And you think of, of uh, even the countries don't have any guns, like just as long as you have a knife. Like it's, that's what the, the criminals do. You ban guns, what, what happens then? People get stabbed. En las, en las naciones donde no pueden tener uh, armas, si no pueden tener armas, la cosa es que por lo menos son cuchillos, saber cómo defenderte, porque a veces hay naciones que donde es ilegal tener un arma. Entonces, ¿qué pasa? Los criminales están cuchillos, están matando. Entonces, el, los criminales van a buscar una manera. So just even having a knife and just knowing how to, how to defend yourself, just that by itself, like, you know, like, You're not going to want to run up on somebody who's got a knife. You're going to think twice before you do that. Y ven los criminales. Si alguien se quiere atacarte, si tienes un cuchillo, van a pensar dos veces antes de, de querer atacarte. And it doesn't have to be some kind of crazy things, you know, like um, just a simple simple folding knife. You know, you just have it. It's not, it's not a big thing. Y algo que la gente dice, como el tal de, yo no sé pelear. Porque a veces hablo con gente que, que saben pelear. No, yo me puedo defender. Yo, yo sé artes marciales, sé esto. Yo puedo matar a, a quien quiera. Pero con un cuchillo, ¿cómo te vas a defender? So I talk to people, you know, they know how to fight. Because you think, oh, man, I don't know how to fight, man. I'm going to get beat up. I'm going to lose. I hear the ladies sometimes talk about, how oh, man, I'm going to die. And as soon as the tribulation happens, I'm just going to die. But it doesn't have to be that way. A veces la, la escucho, las, las señoras dicen, no, pues si pasa la tribulación, me voy a morir porque yo no sé cómo defenderme. So these guys, you know, say, you know, I know how to fight, I know how to do this. And be like, if somebody comes up on you and someone just pulls up something like this, how are you going to just, you can't wrestle if you just tap something like that. So a knife, just a knife by itself, will help you defend yourself. So you don't have to be some crazy martial artist, know how to do a bunch of things. Como a veces la gente que dice que yo sé, yo sé pelear, yo no puedo matar a quien quiera. Si alguien saca un cuchillo, ¿cómo vas a defenderte? Puedes a, 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 a agarrarlos, pero si te, te van a meter el cuchillo, te vas, vas a perder. Entonces es algo, es algo simple. I'm going to cut myself. <laughs> Pero eso de defenderse no tiene que ser nada malo y, y sabemos que la, las cosas van a venir. Malos tiempos van a venir. Si tú, por lo menos mental, mentalmente, te preparas, te da paz. So we know bad things are going to come. No matter what, whether it's how, no matter how horrible it is, bad things are going to happen. So if you're mentally prepared, that just helps you to not have any anxiety. You just accept that, you know, it's going to happen. Just try to be as prepared as you can. Just, you're not going to be a doomsday prepper and have everything you ever want for the rest of your life. Nunca vas a poder aumentar todo lo que necesitas para el resto de tu vida para no tener que ir por todo eso. Entonces, aceptar que, ¿sabes qué? Las, las cosas malas van a vivir. Prepárate mentalmente. Y, y como el pastor dijo esta, esta semana, que no te alejes de Dios. Si estás con Dios, si oras con Él. En la Biblia miramos que Él proveyó para la gente. So we know, just Pastor talked about this, this Sunday, you know, you stay close to God. Don't get away from God. Put God first. And we know in the Bible from history that God does provide. He will provide. He will protect us. So in your, you can pre like prepare as much as you can for things and try to be as prepared just to help you mentally. But don't, don't put God aside. Like always focus. You know what? I'm going to stick to God. I'm going to pray to God. And God will protect you. So just because you have all these stockpiles or you have whatever, you can be so, you have all your faith on weapons and think, I'm going to defend myself. God will let you die the very first day. 
tú puedes, tú puedes tratar de prepararte lo más que puedas, teniendo armas, y si tú, tu fe y toda tu, tu confianza está en tus armas, Dios va a hacer que te mates el primer día si no, si no tienes confianza en él. Entonces, no, no te alejes de Dios. So, you know, hail the son of righteousness. Gloria al sol de la justicia. So, no matter how dark, how cold the night gets, you know, the sun is going to come up in the morning. So, you know, in the dark, criminals, bad people try to do bad things, but you know what? As soon as the light comes, like cockroaches, they all go away. Vemos que no importa qué tan, qué tan malo esté, qué tan oscura esté la noche, qué tan oscuro esté, el sol va a subir, el sol va a llegar otra vez. En la noche los criminales van y hacen cosas malas, pero sabemos que al, al, llega el sol y se salen como las cucarachas, porque sabemos que el sol viene. Now turn back to Luke chapter 1. As you turn back to Luke chapter 1, let me read you 1 Peter 1.19. Vamos a Lucas capítulo 1, en lo que van a ir le voy a leer este, este versículo. It says, We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well, that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Tenemos además la palabra profética, más según a la cual hacéis bien, estad atentos como a una lámpara que alumbra en lugar oscuro hasta que el día en enclarezca y la estrella de la mañana salga en vuestros corazones. So the day star, you know, we know that that's something that's attributed to Christ, you know, the, the star. You think of Christmas, you know, Christmas, you have stars. And when I started slowly transitioning from, from my Christian, or my uh, Christmas hate, I didn't want to have a star because the stars were bad, so I put an angel up there. Even though, well, an angel's an image, so it was still kind of bad. <laughs> Cuando me estuve cambiando sobre mi, mi, este, mi odio de la Navidad, no ponía una estrella porque no, las estrellas son malas. Entonces puse un ángel, pero puse un ángel, pues es una imagen, es casi, casi igual. So a star is not bad. You know, when you think of Christmas, you think of the lights, you know, the star, the light. Those are all things that are attributes and things that are good that, that Christ created for us. In Luke chapter 1, verse uh, 76 to 79, this was, um, this was Zechariah prophesying about John the Baptist. And he said, And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his way, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins, though the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Este, este pasaje era el papá de, de Juan el Bautista que estaba este, profetizando sobre él y dice, Y tu niño, profeta del Altísimo, serás llamado, porque irás delante de la faz del Señor para preparar sus caminos, para dar conocimiento de salvación a su pueblo, para remisión de sus pecados, por la entrañable misericordia de nuestro Dios, con que la aurora nos visitó de lo alto, para dar luz a los que habitan en tinieblas y sombra de muerte, para encaminar nuestros pies por por camino de paz. You know, he came to give us second birth. So he came, he not only came to save us, you know, the second birth, you know, we're never going to die. We're going to have that. We're never going to be part of that second death. And that's what that, that light, he came to be a light for us. El vino darnos la segunda nacimiento. No nada más que, que nos dio la luz de, de, de mirar la verdad, pero nunca vamos a morir. Tenemos las salvaciones, salvaciones para siempre. And the day of the Lord, we know that it, It didn't come after John the Baptist preached. El día del Señor no vino después de, de la prédica de, de Juan el Bautista. En, en Malaquías capítulo 4, vemos que dice, antes, de la, antes que venga el día de Jehová, el grande y terrible vendrá Elías. So we know that that day the Lord didn't come, because it said before the coming of the Lord, that great and dreadful day of the Lord, Elijah was supposed to come. And then in that same chapter, Luke 1, verse 17, that's where Zechariah 
the angel told him, and he shall go before him in the spirit and the power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and to disobedient to the wisdom of the just and to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. So he was supposed to prepare people for that day of the Lord. And there was something that that we noticed in that chapter. The pastor preached about it, and I was, I was looking into it, talking about the curse. El versículo 17 dice, Porque irá delante de él el espíritu y el poder de Elías para hacer volver a los corazones de los padres y los hijos y los desobedientes de la sabiduría de los justos para preparar un pueblo dispuesto para el Señor. Elías iba a venir antes del día del Señor para prepararlos. Vimos que este Elías, este era el eh, Juan el Bautista, pero el día del Señor no vino después de él. Entonces fue lo que pasó. El pastor explicó que podía ser de algo, algo diferente, que algo cambió, porque ellos no... No, los judíos en ese tiempo no aceptaron a Cristo. Y algo que está en ese mismo versículo habla de, de una maldición que iba a venir sobre el mundo. En Gálatas capítulo 3 dice, Cristo nos redimió de la maldición de la ley, hecho por nosotros maldición, porque escrito está, maldito todo aquel que es colgado en un madero. De esta maldición, Jesucristo se la puso en sí mismo. So there was the curse that was supposed to be upon the land in that, that verse we read in, in, in uh, Malachi chapter 4. In Galatians 3.13 talks about Christ redeeming us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for his written curses is everyone that hangeth on a tree. So Christ put that curse upon himself when it should have been a, a, upon the world. You know, they rejected him. You know, it's supposed to be the day of the Lord, but they rejected him, so everything, everything changed. And he took that curse upon himself. So our celebrating Christmas, we're celebrating that he was born, and he took that curse. There was that curse that, that was supposed to be upon, upon the whole world, but he took it upon himself because that's how much he loved us. He loved us that he did that, and that, that, was, that was for us. Now turn over to Revelation chapter 22. Almost Apocalipsis capítulo 22. Hablando sobre el fin del tiempo, vemos que el, en el fin de, del libro de Malaquías, el fin del Antiguo Testamento, hablaba de una maldición que iba a venir. Una maldición si rechazaban al, al, a Elías, al profeta, que iba a venir antes del Señor. En Apocalipsis capítulo 22, versículo 3, hablando del, del, nuevo, del nuevo cielo, dice, Y no habrá más maldición, y el trono de Dios y del Cordero estará en ella, y sus siervos so talking about this curse, you know, the Old Testament ended with there's going to be a curse if they reject that prophet, if they rejected him, if they rejected that, there was going to be a curse upon the land. And Revelation 22 at the end of the New Testament, talking about the curse, says, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. And you turn over to, to verse number number five, we talked about the sun, you know, is, is the sun bad, you know, the, the sun, you know, we, we, we can't be worshiping the sun, and there shall be no night there, and they shall need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. In the versículo número cinco, dice, allí no habrá más noche, y no tienen necesidad de lámpara, ni de luz del sol, porque el Señor Dios los alumbrará, y reinará por siempre, jamás. Entonces, no va a haber sol. Entonces, esa gente que dice que no, que el, que el sol es malo, no durarlo, pues en, en, en el nuevo tierra, el nuevo cielo, el nuevo tierra, no va a haber sol. And then, verse number 16. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things into the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, and the bright and morning star. El 16. Y yo, Jesús, he enviado a mi ángel para daros testimonios de estas cosas en las iglesias. Yo soy la raíz y el linaje de David, y la estrella resplandeciente 
de la mañana. Entonces Jesús es la estrella, Jesús es el sol. Esas cosas que festejamos en la Navidad, esas imágenes, lo que tenemos que, que ponemos, todo es, un, es una imagen de lo que Cristo hizo, de, la, de las características de Él. So these things we do, you know, the light, the, the sun, you know, the stars, those are all things that we, we see are, are, are how we celebrate Christmas, and they represent good things from Christ. And that he was born that no man, that verse 3 of the song that we sang, born that no more may die, born to raise us from the earth, born to give us second birth. Entonces, Él vino a darnos una segunda nacimiento. Esas cosas estamos festejando. Esto que hizo, es lo que, lo que Él vino. Él vino para darnos esa segunda vida. Él vino para darnos vida, para darnos luz. So He came to give us second birth. So we can't, so don't let the, the circumstances take away the joy of Christmas. So whatever's happening in the world, whatever we're going through, whatever's happening in family, just don't let, let any of that take away the joy. So whenever you see, like I said, when you see the lights, you know, the, the Christmas lights, whenever you see, see the stars, when you see the, and you enjoy the sun, the, the sun rising on the, on the cold nights we have here in the winter, in the dark winter, no matter what they say, the sun's gonna come up. You have to remember that he, that he came to earth and he defeated death. You know, he's coming again. Not only did he come once, but he's coming again. The sun's gonna come up. Whenever you see that sunrise, just remember, have that picture. You know what? Jesus Christ is coming again. No dejes que la gente te, te quite cualquier circunstancia como que esté en la vida, que esté en, en, en el mundo. No dejes que eso te quite la alegría de la Navidad. Tenemos que ser alegres y ver que cuando vemos las luces, vemos las estrellas, todas las decoraciones de la Navidad, tenemos que disfrutar. Cuando sale el sol, recordar que Jesús viene otra vez. No nada más vino una vez. Y, y murió, Él viene otra vez. Esa misma alegría que los ángeles tenían cuando Él vino la primera vez, tenemos que disfrutar. Tenemos que recordar que Él vino a la tierra, se hizo carne, derrotó la muerte, y Él viene otra vez, y viene de nuevo. So with that, let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for, for the celebration that we have here. Thank you, Lord, that you came to die for us. Thank you for, for everything that, that we're able to have as, a, as families in Christ, all the families, the friends that we have that we're able to celebrate it. Gracias, Señor, por esta celebración que tenemos de la Navidad, de, de que viniste por nosotros, que muriste por nosotros, naciste, y te, gracias que los ángeles se, re, se regocijaron porque viniste. Gracias por la oportunidad aquí en la iglesia de cantar y adorarte y danos más, más oportunidades y déjanos ir a, a, a la casa en sanos. Lord, we pray you take care of us. Lord, help us to go, go home and be safe. Amen.